Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what up, it's your girl, Bruchella, and I just skipped class with a progress report. The progress report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is a new episode of Skipping Class presented by the Progress Report. I got Bree Trilla in the building. How you feeling? What's up? I feel good. I feel That's great. what's up. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you're here. Um, you know, before I met you, I've definitely been hearing your song. I didn't know it was you, but then I got a chance to meet you. You came and blessed us on the mic as well. So you've been going crazy. Sure, so, sure. you know, like, first, how do you feel right now, like, in terms of just, you know, I know you've been working for a long time, but how do you feel, like, mentally? Um, right now, I feel good. I think right now I'm about to get into the whole artistry mode, because I've been on tour for the past six months. I've been going state to state to state to state to state to state to state, so I really okay. haven't had time to get into the studio and lock in. So now I'm being able to be in that phase of it to where I can lock in in that mode, and that's always, like, making music is always fun to me, so I'm, I'm back in that mode mentally, so... I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, make some really, really, really great music right now. So mentally, I'm good. I'm going through some things right now that I can't really speak on, but like mm. overall, I'm blessed. I feel good. I can't complain. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, as a creative person, you got to wear, you know, so many different hats. Like you just said, like, you know, I want you to speak about that experience being on tour, then you got to make that transition from being an artist. So first, tell me about like tour life. Um. Tour is different because it just hit me out of nowhere. It came unexpected. It was mm -hmm. something that just I couldn't really control. I, everybody was just booking me like nonstop. So I, it was something I had to adjust to as I was going through it. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, the experience, I mean, it's always like just amazing to see people all over the world that you have no idea listening to your music, singing it word for word. You know, just uh, it's just a pleasure to, to meet you in person. So, and then going back into that artist mode, for me, it's just motivation because now I got things to talk about. Now I can talk about how I was in LA, how I was in Baltimore, and just put it all into the music and create a really, really picture that you can really, really, that really happened. So it, 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 it goes two and two with me, like tour, talk about tour, talk about other things you're going on, then get back on tour once the music come back out. So it just never stops. Nah, it's just that a makes process. sense. That makes sense. What, what city or state showed the most love or maybe you wasn't expecting it? Oh man, uh, I want to say the, the city that I was ex expecting not to show the most love was Kansas City. Was it Kansas or Kansas City? It was Kansas, Kansas city. city. It was just one of the ones I did not like. Once I once I got in there, it was like they they knew the song besides my my single, my my big single right now. They knew another song word for. I'm like, oh yeah, wow, y'all like me down here. But big uh, Kansas City was one of them. St. Louis, uh, East St. Louis was dope. Um, Ohio, it, it's, it's been, and Baltimore. I think Baltimore mm. is one of the ones because it's much further north. Yeah. And I did like a couple shows in Baltimore and DC, so that's like, you know, wild too. LA was a vibe as well. Hell yeah, that's hard. Said Memphis. Memphis. 
Wow. Yeah, Memphis, every time I go to Memphis, they always, yeah. it's, it's never a dull moment in Memphis. Yeah, 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 crazy. for sure. Okay, so well, let's rewind it a little bit. So for the people that don't know, like, when would you say was your big break moment? Um, I will say back in November of 2022 is when I originally uh, put out the song Big Mood on all platforms, well, on YouTube only, and then I put it on TikTok. And then from that moment on, I knew that Big Mood, it, it was going viral on Facebook, it was going viral on Instagram, it was going viral everywhere. Mm. I knew I had something different at that moment. And then, um, of course, at this time, I'm going crazy, labels calling, everybody calling me at this point because the song is just going, it's organically doing numbers. Mm. So um, after that, that's kind of when I realized it was it was that one I put it on all platforms. Um, Everything did handle the business for it, and, and we put it on our platforms this year in January, and it's been like six months later, it's still, it's still doing this big one. So I knew then, like once I put it out there, and it just it, it didn't do as my other numbers did. Like it just the numbers was on this one was just too different. Like you got celebrities vibing to this, redoing the reels. It's like yeah, this one is out of here. Definitely. So I knew then it was different. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you too, like talk about some of those celebrity co-signs because it was it was a lot of people, but who were some people that you saw make videos and that maybe shocked you? Uh, as far as celebrities, I think the one that kind of just threw me off guard was JT. Yeah. Because I didn't catch it when it was, because I guess she deleted it mm -hmm. or whatever, but my fans, it was on it. So when I seen it, I was like, bro, this can't be happening. And then um, Ari, she was playing the song like to the point where she was on Instagram just singing the song, the hook, the verse, word for word. So I'm like, dang. It, mm. it, it feel good. Then I had um, big time, like other artists, Money Long, K. Michelle, Tamar Braxton, like all these people DMing me because like, I guess they've heard the song. So it, it felt good. Like it felt like I needed to be, I'm right where I needed to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now the business part of things, like talk about handling the business. How did you know to, you know, do certain steps for your songs and your music? Um, Again, I've been doing music for a really, 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 really like long time. Just like off the scene so yeah. you know I've always been a student of the game and I've always read like how people get in situations and can't get out of situations so I've always just kind of been cautious of how to move and so um, thankfully I have a team of in-house producers in-house mm. engineers so it's like I don't got to go through the trouble of trying to find this person to buy this and do this and do this and do this it's all right here only thing I gotta do now is just find out how I'm gonna market it and what deals I'm going to make when it comes down to my song. But again, I'm still independent, so I'm still learning everything, but I'm doing it for a reason because I want to just make sure that I'm real knowledgeable of what I'm doing, even if it does take a little time. But um, I just kind of just been studying it. I read a lot, so you kind of know what don't look right, what do look right. So just taking my time on the record, just taking my time on it and letting it do what it need to do for me at its own pace and not rushing anything on it. Absolutely. Um, and you know, for, for people that's not in the business, you know, people probably think it's just simple. Like you got a, a, a single that's doing well, everything just easy peasy, but talk about the independent grind. Um, some of those sacrifices that you got to, you know, take and then just, what does it look like every day for you? Um, independently, um, it, it is, it's mentally challenging because again, like you are your own boss, you are your CEO, you are your own label. So again, for me, I have to kind of make the shots. Okay, if I got to show here, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. But thankfully, God blessed me with a team of people that's been with me for like the past couple of years. So, hey, we got to do this. We going to do it. We going to get it done. So thankfully, I had a team that was just supportive, you know what I'm saying, and always had my back. But I wake up every day. I wake up every day like I am signed, you know what I'm saying? But I'm signed to me. So it's like 
if you sign to a label and they got you doing this and this and that and the third every day, move like you on the same on that same type of time. So if you know you got this, I I I write things out, I plan, I schedule, I do this. So for me, it keeps me on point, keeps me focused, keeps me doing what I got to do, like independently. And again, studying social media, studying what's hot, what's trending, because you anything could pop right now. You know what I'm saying? It just you just got to be. Everything's so digital now. You just gotta be. You just gotta be it. So just toning in on perfecting my craft mentally, doing what works for me. I be I be feeding myself in like in that way. So, but when the time comes, if I wanted to sign to a label, when that time comes, I feel like I know it's that time. But right now, I'm definitely doing it at my pace to see. You know, we only six months in with this song, so I gotta take my time for sure. Absolutely. Nah, it definitely ain't no rush. Especially too if you privileged enough to have a team. That's a that's a yeah, major sure. component. Heck yeah. Yep. Um, so okay, so big move. What what exactly inspired the record? And what was that day like when you recorded it? Um I ain't gonna lie, uh Big Move came really came from a place of I had already been on TikTok doing my thing, so um when I wrote Big Move, mind you, I was in a time where I was homeless, like I was homeless. I didn't have nowhere to go. I was sleeping on my homeboy floor. I'm waking up every morning just like recording. I'm literally without nothing. Lost my house, lost my job, lost my car. Like, so I'm still chasing music. And I told myself, I was like, bro, you need a hit. Like you need a hit. You need to go in the studio and strategically plan what's hot, what's not. And I'm just like, you just gotta do it. So that was my mindset going into the studio today. In that to, in that day to make this to make the song, but the inspiration came too from I had a friend that was just telling me about some somebody that did something shy to or mm. whatever. So that just came from if you my beat and be my beat and don't you turn on me for ish. And then the whole can't get in my feelings. I had literally just came out of a seven year relationship, crazy. So for me, I'm in a new field. I'm in a big mood at this moment. So it was just some, from a personal standpoint too, but just all around like hook, cadence, captions. I'll, like you know what I'm saying? I put all that into it, into the to the pot, and it came out to be like one of them. So, I, but it that day it was crazy. I didn't have no gas money. I'm asking my mom for gas money. I'm borrowing my sister car. Wow. My engineer, he like, uh, I'm tired. I'm like, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Bro, I just feel like I just gotta do this song, you know what I'm saying? So I, I put it out. Um, I dropped it on YouTube November 21st, which was my dad passed, which is crazy. The whole song is crazy. My dad passed November 21st, 2021. And I ironically didn't even think about it. Dropped the biggest song November 21st, 2022. So everything, every, I think everything that day just happened for a reason. Like I was at my lowest moment. and with my faith and determination, it still came out, you know what I'm saying, making something that was big. Absolutely, man, it, it, it always happens like that. Mm -hmm. It always happened like that, and definitely condolences to you for your dad, too. For sure, Absolutely. Um, so, you know, in addition to that record, I like that song, of course, but the Not Me record, I like that joint as well, too. Yeah. Um, so is that, is that the follow-up joint? Um, so when I did Not Me, I think I was, I came, I went, I was still hungry, because I seen the success that Big Move got, so at this point, producers are reaching out, you know, um, trying to work and it was just one girl who reached out to me, shout out to Dime, she sent me a pack of beats and I was just like, that one kind of hard. And I was still in that big move vibe, like I was in there like, I'm hungry, like, let's do it again. I did it, on, I did it one time, let's do it again, because I feel like if you can do it, do it once, you gotta do it again. So, um, still with that same mindset, but with not me, I just went in the studio on some fun, on some fun time, like, let me do something again that's catchy, that they gonna like, 
You know, if you know if you know this on the hook, it's just not me. Like it's just a cool record, and it just followed up real real good at the big move. So. Absolutely. So a female producer, not me. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yes. Um, do you believe in female women empowerment? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Definitely. Do you feel like female support? Oh uh, yeah. Late, lately, I've been noticing a lot of support from a lot of the the females. So I, I've definitely been getting a lot of support. I, I I definitely can say that for sure, for sure. Absolutely. And I, I wanted to ask you. I know you kind of spoke about this in the interview too. So like artists such as a Suki or a Sexy Red, and just other females too. You can even say Lotto. You know. Like, what's your thoughts when males say that, you know, certain females' music is just too vulgar and, and you know, kind of get on females about rapping about they body parts? Mm, I kind of see where guys come, where guys come from when they do speak on it. But me, you know, it's like we could say the same. You know, we tired Absolutely. of guys talking about doing this with females or, uh, you know what I'm saying? It could go both ways. So it's just like, for me, I feel like it, whatever works for somebody works for them. If you don't like it, then don't listen to it. It's simple. It's, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I'm with you. I think, I think it's weird that, and I talk to all the females that come to the platform, I think it's weird that females get so much criticism when it's like you said, you know, the guys talk about the same thing. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, I feel like every artist has their own point. Yeah. On, on image, you know what I'm saying? So if that's what their lane is, then that's what their lane is. You gotta respect it, it is what it is. Like, you feel me? But if that's what they wanna talk about all day, then that's what they wanna talk about all day. But, you know, it's your preference, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's your sure. preference, so. Dream collab with female artists? Um, Right now, definitely SZA. Like, mm. I, I, I rock with, I like SZA for Absolutely. some reason. Um, Dreezy, she one of my like tops. Um, for sure, definitely. Nikki, Cardi, of course, like the goats of the game right now. Like people who do it, but anybody really that's like that's 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 out of this league in their own lane. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't know why I feel like me and SZA would go crazy in the studio. Nah, that'd be hard. So yeah, for sure. That'd be hard. Have y'all met yet? Nah, not yet. No. But okay. I, it's coming. I'm oh, manifesting yeah. everything. It's coming. Nah, for sure. Okay, and I know we had mentioned your father earlier, um, and when I listen to your music, it's a lot of confidence. Do you feel like it's a difference with females that had a father in their life growing up versus uh, females that maybe haven't? Mm, yeah, I can kind of say that. Um, just just being observant to the world and, and seeing how people, how to do affect not having your, your father in your life. So for me, it does give me that confidence. You know, my dad was that type of guy anyway, you know, as a dad, just baby girl, don't do this, don't go for this, you know what I'm saying? Just just molding me to be a to be a, a great woman overall. So with him playing a part, being in my life, definitely kind of just like made me just be educated, like went to college, like did all that, you know what I'm saying? So it really just, it helped me in the long run for sure. Respect, respect. Yeah, I always talk about that and just have those type of conversations. My dad was there, you know, and just, just like you said, just kind of learning people, I do think it is yeah, a difference for sure. for sure. But the confidence definitely bleeds from your music, which is dope. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So let's talk about your hometown and where you are from. Okay. So originally I'm from a small, small, small town named uh, Uvalda, Georgia, which is very, 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 very small. It's like no red lights. You know, um, no schools, no restaurants, mm -hmm. dirt roads, you feel me? Like cows and stuff, like it's one of them. But um, when I was eight, I moved to another town called Baxley, Georgia, and that was where I was majority of for the rest of my life when I kind of just tapped into the whole music thing. But um, same thing, small town, couple red lights, very, very, everybody know each other. 
um, not really much there. You got to really kind of move to even see anything really possible. It's one of them type of towns, but it's a, I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's home knit, family. It's, it's, it's one of the ones. So I, 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 I literally like, I, I appreciate where I come from. It taught me humbleness. It taught me, you know, just, you can come from anything and still be great. So I, I, sure. shout out to my hometown, Backstreet for sure. Absolutely. At what point did you like realize like music was a, a thing that was real? Like, you know, cause uh, I think sometimes people kind of look at things like, you know, damn, that's cool that they can do that, but don't realize that it's like a real thing. Um, I think it hit me around the age of 11. I thought I, I started to get, um, I started to get way into music like instruments. And I was just like, instead of me going outside or instead of me playing with Barbie dolls and you know, I'm a, I want a keyboard or I want mm. a guitar or I want a piano and I'm, literally teaching myself how to do it. And I just found myself at a young age just too into it, you know what I'm saying? And so over the years, like my mom, she would feed me with buying me this or buying me that, taking me to the studios and stuff. Like I was, I know how to make my own beats. I know how to do this. I would be in a band in college and high school. So I was always a music junkie, I feel like. Mm. I just, um, I just kept doing it over the years. But around the age of 11 is when it really stuck to me. Like you like to do this, huh? And I just always did it. Sure. What's your studio process and formula? Like, do you do you write beforehand? Do you freestyle? How do you do that? Mm, I don't really um, like to write. So okay. normally, lately, like I said, it's lately for the past couple of years, I don't really too much write. Like even with Big Mood, I'll get a vibe and I'll go in the studio. Nine times out of 10, I go off of emotion and I go off of vibes and I know how to write and I know how to create in my head mm. fast. So things come to me from all, I, I go off like, I can hear something like a pen drop and I'll get words from it. I don't know. I'm just kind of weird like that. So it's easy for me to just kind of like go in the booth and just flow and do whatever I really want to do. So I think from just me being me doing it over the years, it's like I don't wrote so much. I know what words went wrong with this word too fast. Like mm. I done did it so long. So that's where I'm at with it. But I don't I don't take like I, I will I will write if I want to really, really dive into something. But it's like I'm I'm naturally talented. So I just go in there and just just do it. For sure. What's your, what's your studio essentials? Like, what you got to have in there to get in your vibe? Definitely. Um, I don't know if I can say it on here. Of course. Okay. You got to have the gas, for sure. <laughs> for uh, sure. For sure. And um, a Red Bull. Okay. Definitely a Red Bull, a cup of ice, and some food. <laughs> I'm straight. Some food. Long as I'm long as I'm in a good mood that mm. day. I'm good in the studio. I like being in the studio, so it's like, I'm good. As long as I got me a Red Bull to keep me up, keep me active, something small, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. Respect, respect. Okay, so, you know, now that you're here, what would you say, just kind of reflecting back and looking back, biggest learning lesson so far and biggest sacrifice to get to where you at now? Um, biggest learning lesson so far is no matter what, like, don't, don't give up. No matter what, don't give up. I think I was in a I was in a time where I almost gave up. I almost gave up. I was kind of tired, but I almost gave up. And I thank God I didn't give up. So my my biggest learning lesson was don't don't even think about giving up. You mm. know, because the, the possibilities are endless. So for me, definitely just learning not to just don't give up. I've been going so hard at it for so long. Like why would you give up now? So. Um, that's, that's definitely one thing I learned. Um, don't take no for an answer. I don't care how many no's you get. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And biggest sacrifice, just really just me giving it my all just to, to get here, sleep, 
sacrificing having to work 40, 40 hours a day plus some overtime at a job just to get money to do this investing in myself so just real deal just going full throttle for my dreams like going going crazy for my dreams that's been the biggest sacrifice for me so you know not having been able to have time with my family and friends like I used to but at the end of the day they they know what's going on so it's like it's a sacrifice but at the end of the day I know it's going to pay off absolutely um, for the record, too, what's your zodiac sign? <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Gemini, damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't want to say nothing. I knew it. I knew it. All right, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm Look, say you got it. You got it. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the first time, because the world has been trying to figure out what in the world. No, I know. I? Same, same. Okay. You Gemini? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. But, but no, no, this is the thing I was going to say. I know a lot of Geminis personally, and I don't have no issue with y'all. I fuck with y'all. <laughs> it's just the Geminis, like the celebs that we know of is crazy, but I fuck with Geminis. But mm -hmm. y'all do have a really bad stigma. Why is that? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like for Geminis, for me, because I feel like I'm a June Gemini. Okay. So for me, it's just like Gemini's are the coolest people. Like literally, I we like are some of the most coolest down to earth. You know what I'm saying? We're naturally talented. We have like abilities. Like Gemini's are creators. They 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 sensitive about art and, and stuff like that. So right. we are passionate about things that we deeply care about. But um, I feel like Gemini's do have a switch. And so once you hit that switch, it's just like you don't find a whole nother person because you know you they say they say Gemini's got like. 20 different personalities. So once you hit that switch, you don't know who you've met. And I think that's what throw people off, because it's just like, you've been this person this whole time, and then all of a sudden, you disrespect somebody, or this and the third, and it's just like, wait a minute. And it kind of throws people off, and you probably think that's who you really truly are, but it's just mm. like, just don't bring that side out, and we good. But you know, I don't know why we get back stimming. I think it's just, a, they think we bipolar, or we just mix personalities and stuff. <laughs> whole time, you know what I'm saying? We just be in our world, so. You know, respectfully. No. June 19th. Yeah. My grandma's birthday is the 10th. I'm weak. My wife is Gemini. You're the Gemini? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's <laughs> You understand? Oh, man. Yeah, nah, for sure. You just, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But we don't mean no harm. Yeah. We, most, we literally the most sweetest people ever. Okay. The most sweetest people ever. So, yeah. Somebody got to take up for y'all. Yeah, like Gemini would be in our own world. I'm, I'm literally like an introvert, popular loner. Like I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I like to create. I like to just be back and I like to just create and observe and be in my own little space. So it's like, you don't bother people. You always come out respectful, genuine, nice. So when somebody just do something weird, you're like, oh, what? We going for it. And you just, they just meet the other side. So, you know. Respect. For sure. Respect. Okay, uh, so our platform is called The Progress Support. We talk about growth getting better. Of course, when you do our next interview the next time, I'm sure it's going to be a whole bunch more progress in between then. But right now, what does the word progress mean to you currently? Um, progress to me is being better than yesterday. I feel like progress can come in the form of mental progress, spiritual progress, emotional progress, financial progress. But as long as you're better or you're doing something to be better the next day, then you're making progress. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I look at every day, if, if it's either you gained one follower, 
that's progress. You know what I'm saying? Something. So every day, just shoot for progress and shoot for change. Progress is change, and it's just learning, learning, and learning, and learning, and learning over the trials and the errors that you may face, and learning from those. Still learning how to figure it out, and still beating the odds, and still seeing success. So you know, progress, even if it's slow progress, or it's progress. You know, so slow progress better than no progress. Facts for sure. So what's coming up next? Um, right now, like I said, definitely um, still on tour. Still got a couple of shows being booked, homecoming. Like I feel like Big Moves still finna continue me out throughout the rest of the year. Um, right now, I'm still. I know the people want a remix, so I'm, I'm still. We still, we still waiting on the remix right now, and and I think that's gonna shock a lot of people, and that's mm. gonna really, 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 really do something that people just, you know, like, how she do that one? But you know, um. That I got that coming to EP Trillis One Love. We're getting ready to drop that. I'm, I'm I got some big features on that that I was just like blown away by. So, um, the EP, some remixes, more music. Um, for right now, that's that's what's going. Like I said, Big Moo is still just kind of doing the same for me. It's kind of just all over right now, but I'm just trying to catch up to it. For sure. So, okay, with the remix, I ain't gonna ask too much because I know you probably can't talk about it. Okay. So, the male, female, multiple people, one person. I feel like if I say it, it's gonna give it away. Okay. And you can I'm tell just, me y'all fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep it at a minimum right now. I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm, I'm not. I ain't saying nothing on it. Respect. Well, I look forward to hearing it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time. This was dope. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sure. The Progress Report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.